and welcome to another episode on the Self-Help University podcast. My name is Devin, I'm your host, and I'm here to help you guys on your personal development journey. Now, guys, before we get into today's podcast, I'd like to say a big thank you to everyone who's been listening to the podcast and a big warm welcome to everyone who's finding the podcast from this episode. We have been working so hard on the podcast, and I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. But today, guys, I have a very interesting story. And I know I start off all of my podcast episodes by saying I have something very interesting for you guys. or I have a very interesting story for you guys. And that's because I do actually put a lot of time into planning what I want to talk about on my podcast. I actually have a little notebook and I have about 30 solid ideas for podcast episodes that I want to write and talk about. So I'm just so grateful that I can actually sit here and discuss it with you guys and have an audience that will actually be willing to listen and engage with my content. So what I wanted to talk about today, guys, was my 31-day quit from social media. My 31-day absence from the social world. So that means no Snapchat, no Facebook, no Instagram, no Twitter, nothing like that, okay? And a lot of people might be saying, okay, that's not really that hard. But if you're a millennial or if you're a Generation Z or if you're under the age of, I'd say, 30, you'd find it pretty challenging. And a lot of people think, nah... It's not a distraction, it's not. You check your screen time on your phone and you have about eight hours clocked up in the day and like a hundred and something pickups of your phone, unlocking your phone and picking it up and putting it back down again throughout the day. So when you look at it in a big picture, the time adds up like a lot. And the first thing I realized was, okay, this is going to be difficult because I used to put hours upon hours on my phone being on Snapchat and Instagram. I run an Instagram page. I have for my photography and I used to be posting on there every single day sometimes multiple times a day for months so to kind of wind all that down just put a a, like a full-on halt to all of that work was a big commitment but I said you know what a lot of times when people are trying to give up stuff they kind of gradually do it like if you want to give up eating chocolate maybe if you're eating maybe at one chocolate bar a day maybe eat one every two days or every three days but for me I feel like I have the dedication and the motivation to just quit just right there and right then and there I think I have a lot of willpower and it's something that I pride myself on because when I am interested in something or when I want to do something I will do anything in my power to achieve it okay so I said you look I just left snapchat okay I left everything I sent out a mass text message to all of my friends saying I am quitting my phone for a couple of days I only intended to do it for a couple of days but when I got to my second day I said A couple of days just isn't enough. So I set a calendar marker for 31 days. So right now it's the 14th of August when I'm recording this. My 31 days will be up on the 16th. So when you guys listen to it, I think it should be the 17th this is going up. And that means I will have completed my 31 day anti-social media detox. And honestly, I'm not finding it that hard. A lot of people might think, you know, how, how are you lasting? How are you surviving without... The Snapchat memes. What I found is that after the first day, it lost all effect on me. I just did not care. And it was a very unhealthy behavior that I had developed because I was the type of person where I'd be on my phone nonstop. If I'm doing assignments for college, I'd be on my phone as well, or I'd be just distracted when I'm in bed, I'm on my phone. I'm the type of person that will be on my phone until I fall asleep. And then I'll wake up with my headphones wrapped around my arm or something the next morning. You know, I fall asleep while I'm on my phone. When I wake up in the morning, the first thing I check is my phone. When I'm eating breakfast, the first thing I check is my phone. When I'm in college and I'm waiting for a lecture to start, I'm on my phone. When I'm out of the lecture, I'm on my phone. It's just an unhealthy behavior. And I think people are so attached to their phones. 
And I wouldn't even say it's their phones, but it's more of the instant gratification that the, their, their phone gives them. It's kind of like you don't want money, you want the thing that money can buy. And when you're on your phone, you can send out a message to hundreds of people in an instant. You know, if you actually took a Snapchat and you have a thousand friends, you can send it to all 1,000 of those people all in one go. A lot of people, I think, rely on that instant gratification of being able to talk to someone back and forth. Like, literally, that's why they call it instant messaging or IM, you know? It goes back and forth super fast, and people just want that instant gratification of, okay, I'm going to go on Amazon, order this, and get next day delivering. Even to wait a week for something on Amazon for some people is like, oh my god, the third world country we're living in. I thought we were living in first world country. That's just such a first world problem where you're complaining about, you know, getting something from Amazon and having to wait a week. And if you're one of those people, think... You are getting an item that you have selected without even having to talk to anyone in person from home. You ordered it from home. It's not as if you went to the store, ordered it, and they said, we'll send it to you in a week. You're probably just sitting down on your chair, eating Doritos, stuffing your face with food. And you're like, man, I would really love, uh, I don't know what, blanky blank blank, fill in whatever you'd like right now. Order it, and they bring it to you. You order it from home, they bring it to you, and you're complaining that you have to wait five working days for it to get to you, you know? And it was, it was just stuff like that, you know? I think one thing I really quit as well, alongside social media, which basically is social media, with Facebook is news. I just stopped listening to the news. I don't care about news. A lot of people are asking me, what do you think of Brexit now? Is it going to affect Ireland? And obviously, it's going to have a big effect on all of Europe. For the most part, I know I'm not really up to date on a lot of the nitty gritty details. I have a good understanding of what's going on. I think I watched one hour long summary video of the whole situation from three years ago until now. And for any of you guys who are over in America and haven't really been up to date, or I know it's probably not in the news as often for you guys. You might have heard of it if Trump is talking about it. But every day on the news, they're just talking about it for the last three years. And if you were watching it every single day for the last three years, nothing has changed. They still haven't left the EU, so nothing has really changed. They've been saying, we will get a deal, we won't get a deal, we'll try to get the best deal we can. And one thing that I realized is, why am I wasting my time watching this when they're literally just regurgitating the same thing? And it's not only just with Brexit, because a lot of the times on Facebook, you're seeing personalized news articles, things that they feel that you'll like as well as your national news in Ireland we only have a thing called RTE that's our only kind of national broadcasting station for news for the most part I know over in America you have like CNN and MSNBC and like Fox News and everything like that but in Ireland we only have one national news kind of broadcasting station for the most part but I just don't care about news anymore and that's one thing that really I guess caught my my mind when I quit social media because a lot of the news as tragic as all of these mass shootings and murders and terrorist attacks are for the most part they're flash news they're flash in the pan okay it happens it's really big it blows up on social media and a week later everyone forgets about them okay I'm sorry you can't say that oh my god how could you be so insensitive that's just the way it is and that's the way the media works as well the media knows that people don't care after a week that's why you don't see it on your feed anymore okay they've written their articles they've got the views and the revenue they wanted from those articles and then they move on and I feel like especially since I went on my spiritual enlightenment the same time I started this social media detox because you know I was like I'm going to focus more on myself I'm going to do meditation I'm going to start reading books for an hour a day I realized that and I've mentioned this on other podcast episodes, 
that when I tried to do those things in the past, I'd be dying to do them because I'm like, oh, I, I'm like, I don't want to because like, I'm like, I'm halfway into this book and I just want to look at my phone. Someone's Snapchatting me. I don't want to be here reading this book. I had to force myself. But now I am habitually reading for an hour a day. I'm habitually meditating for 30 minutes every single day. I'm habitually going for a walk every day and eating better and just overall focusing more on myself so that I can be happier and when I interact with people, the interaction is more beneficial for both of us because I'm in a better mood and I can provide more value to them when I'm interacting with them. But if you've watched my other podcast episodes, I'm a strong believer in things like the law of attraction and high you know, vib- vibrational frequencies and you have to raise your vibrational frequencies and attract more positive things into your life. And when you're hearing these tragic, tragic things on the news, as tragic as they are, and don't get me wrong, I obviously sympathize with the families of all of these uh, knife crimes in England or murders or mass shootings or terrorist attacks. Of course, I sympathize with the families. But in reality, I mean, like, I don't care. That sounds so bad to say. It's not that I don't care, but I mean, it's really negatively impacting my life. And as sad as I might be, it's not really going to help the situation. So what I try to do as best as I can is avoid any type of news. Even when I'm driving my car now, I like just listen to music. I don't listen to the radio for news or anything like that anymore because I feel like news is just made to distract you. And I'm not saying mass shootings and terrorist attacks are fake, but we don't even know how many things in the news are fake. Like if you go online and look up your fake news, a lot of the stories, like not just news and publications are stories they haven't just been manipulated but full-on news stories and news articles are just made to fill up time in you know maybe the hour segment that the news has at six o'clock every day so why do i want to listen to that number one if it's fake and number two even if it is real i don't want to be listening to things that are negative i'm trying to keep my day as positive as possible because if news is important and it is extremely important where everyone needs to know about it i will eventually hear it from somewhere else other than the news or my phone okay someone will mention it to me I mean, think of how many things are in the news every single day and then the next day they're completely forgotten about. Okay, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. But that's one major thing I realized when I quit social media. And for me, that was particularly in terms with Facebook because Facebook has become basically the social media news site, okay? How many people write a post on Facebook anymore? Most people just post photos, if anything. I think I changed my profile picture on Facebook like a year ago. And before that, it was like two years ago. Like, I don't really post anything. I might tag my friends in a meme or something like that. But even with that, endlessly scrolling through timelines and scrolling through meme pages are just... It's just made to distract you. It's made to distract you. And uh, people are saying, oh my god, you're just not using social media responsibly. But I mean, it's designed. They have addiction engineers, people who work in human psychology being like, they're working with the UI, the user interface designers, being like, how can we make this thing more more addictive and I know that because number one I study sociology in college and number two I do computer science so I've been looking into jobs about it and especially with web development they want UI designers who have a qualification in psychology or sociology or or philosophy or things that you know you understand how people work and how people think so that you can get them hooked on the app more it's it's designed like that and a good example of that is do you ever post a photo on Instagram And okay, you wake up the next morning, you're expecting some likes on your photo, as we all do. And you log on to Instagram and the little heart in the bottom right hand corner, you're expecting to see a little pop up of how many likes you got. But you'll notice when you do that, you're waiting maybe two or three seconds and then it pops up. It's because they have trained you to look at it 
for three seconds and then it pops up. You know, that's like a real, it's a psychological trigger that you're expecting that dopamine hit. It's a real thing. I'm telling you guys to look it up because I don't want you guys to just believe everything I'm saying. Okay, I'm not saying everything that I'm saying is 100% true. Well, in my opinion, I believe it is true. But what I'm saying is, especially when you're looking at uh, news or even podcasts, because podcast is my personal opinion. It's my podcast and I can do whatever I want with it. I want you guys, if you have any questions about it, to not only leave a comment down below and I'll happily reply to you and give you my opinion. I want you guys to go and do your own research because I think it's now more than ever with all of these social media apps and news outlets and articles being written and things just going completely viral. I think it's important for people to fact check a lot of what they hear because a lot of the viral stories if you look into it they're not that viral like how many times have you seen tmz make a big situation out of something that was literally nothing like i, I can't really think of an example off the top of my head but if you go on youtube and search up tmz they'll have some viral video title and then literally it's just a celebrity doing something like I don't know, you know, it's just someone, it's a celebrity just living their normal life. So I think it's important for people now more than ever to fact check what they read online because not only have I said in the past that you are the product, you're the byproduct of the five people that are closest to you, but you're also the byproduct of the your environment in general. So I think the music that you listen to, and I'm not saying that if you listen to one sort of music that you'll be different to another person, maybe it might affect your, your, your mood, maybe, I don't know, but I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, oh my god, rock music is the devil's work. I'm not that type of person, but I'm just giving you an example there. It'll mold your opinion. I think that's a fair enough statement. If you listen to a certain rapper and they have a certain political opinion, statistically, you're more likely to sway with them, especially since you you engage with their music a lot and you enjoy their music. Or if you watch a certain TV show and it portrays a certain situation in a certain way, you might believe that more. So I think it's good to be a, a well-rounded person in terms of your knowledge of what's actually going on in the world. And I know I'm always saying, don't be watching the news. It's just full of negativity. If you guys want to watch the news, go and watch the news. But I'm just explaining to you guys about how I kind of coped with my 31-day detox. And I say the word coped very lightly there. I don't mean cope as if I was, uh, you know, rocking back and forth on my knees in the corner of my room in pitch dark with a candle. After the first day, I felt so free. I felt spiritually free. I felt mentally free. I had so much more time to myself. I was working on myself. I was dedicating a solid hour a day to maybe read a chapter or two of my book, which I'm religiously reading. Like It's uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. I've never, I think, read through a book as fast as this book, but it is an extremely powerful book, and I recommend every single one of you guys to go and check it out at least um, because definitely i think a lot of people when they hear how to win friends and influence people it's like you're five years old again and how to make friends on the playground no this is literally one of the most powerful books i've ever read and it it basically shows you how to uh influence people in the adult world and when i say influence people as well i don't mean you know make them your your slave or anything like that or manipulate them but it's just it's it's a guide to social interactions that a lot of people don't even think about and when you really read it it's going to change your perspective on how you interact with people and how you can basically have more successful human interactions with people so if you'd like to go and check that out i'll link it down below and speaking of that guys if you have a kindle which i know some of you guys might then you can actually go and check that out down below in the description if you want a free trial for that you can go and check that out and if you guys would actually like to listen to the audiobook version because i know a lot of you guys you might be commuting to work commuting to college or you might just be busy or maybe reading books just isn't for you and you'd like to listen to it because i know a lot of people you know 
you'll remember a lot of things by listening to it. It's how we remember song lyrics. So if you guys are more into audiobooks, I actually have an audible free trial down below for you guys. And if you guys would like to go and check it out, just check it out in the link down below. And to full disclosure, guys, I'm not sponsored by Amazon or anything like that. But if you guys do decide to sign up for a free trial, a free trial, don't worry, it's totally free. I will get a small commission from Amazon just for... I guess directing you guys there but don't worry guys I'm never going to promote anything on the podcast that I don't feel is worthy of my attention that I can drive and the traffic I can drive uh, to those I guess external sites and stuff like that but basically the only thing I'm ever really going to recommend to you guys is books that I find effective and books that I personally read myself I mean I wouldn't recommend something that I didn't think was effective so yeah guys that's that little section over I guess if you guys would like to go check it out all the details will be down below in the description. Another major thing I realized after I quit social media after a day or two was that I felt a lot more calmer, a lot more patient and I'm saying this in terms of doing this with my meditation, with reading every day, with being more grateful and more thankful because I feel like if you just quit social media you get really bored. You know, it's like the Wi-Fi goes out in your house. You're like, oh my God, the world is ending. Call 911. You know, I've been there. I've been that that guy. I have been there. You know, if the Wi-Fi used to go out, I'd go crazy because I'm like, how am I supposed to fill my time? But when you find other ways of filling your time, you don't see them as a thing to be like, I'm just going to pass away the time until the Wi-Fi comes on. I genuinely dedicate time to reading for an hour a day and I dedicate a half an hour of my day to meditating every day. And they don't just become things that are time fillers or, you know, it's like get out the old board games if the power goes out type of thing because books, they're, they're an infinite resource, okay? And they're an untapped resource, as I've said many times before, you know, I mean, if you read a book, read it again. You can just keep going over and over and over. And especially when I uh, read self-help books, that's what I admire a lot about them. It's, you know, it's kind of like when you watch a TV show, if you really like it, you'll watch it again. Like the first season of 13 Reasons Why, I watched it about five times. I know, I know. I know, but we all have that one show that we absolutely love, and maybe if it's a movie, you've definitely seen it, like Christmas movies, you just repeatedly watch them, I guess, but especially with books, I feel like it takes a lot of effort to read through a book, so I feel if it's a storybook, like a novel or something like that, it might be hard to finish it and then immediately read through it again. But when it comes to self-help books, the information in there, it's only going to settle into your mind more the more you read it and the more you go over it. So that's why I would highly, highly recommend the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. If you guys just want to get a glimpse of what I'm reading at the moment, I think if you go onto the webpage on Amazon, you can actually look through the first few pages and the contents of the book and maybe even just read through the reviews because it's got 16 million copies sold and the book came out in 1936. So it's almost 100 years old and the knowledge in it is actually so relevant to today and it's actually scary how... I guess predictable humans are as much as we think we're unique and you know everything like that you're just like I'm so unpredictable haha you know when you when you're looking in, in the big picture we're all basically the same and it's scary to think that because if that's what a book can teach you imagine what all these companies with that that harvest data like Facebook and Google and stuff like that and I'm not really against it because I mean you signed up for it but imagine how easy it is for them to kind of predict your behavior and your opinion and who you're going to vote for in the election and that's how they can target kind of advertising at you because a lot of people think my microphone is definitely listening to me and as paranoid as it is and as accurate as you might think that you are in terms of they're definitely listening to me because I was just talking about that no the algorithms that they have are so precise that they can just predict exactly what you want like if you if you search up this movie and this movie there we're going to be like we think you're going to like this movie or if you were on Amazon and you're searching up cameras and then on Facebook all you see is camera ads it's not because Google um, was listening to you it's because 
Facebook has cookies within other websites and they can see what you're looking at so they can advertise to you because think about it I don't really see the problem with targeted advertising because you're going to see an advertisement anyway so you might as well see one that's personalized to you so that you're not just seeing random things like I mean if you're really into tech the last thing you want to be seeing is dog food the best thing that they could be advertising to you is new computers new keyboards new uh, PC parts if all you're constantly looking up on Amazon is books what would be the point of them advertising you know uh, cooking equipment or cooking materials to you you know it doesn't really make sense but yeah guys that's basically it for today's episode i mean this was more of a sit down and talk i didn't really have a main point i just wanted to tell you guys about my experience with my 31 day detox on social media and yeah all i can say to summarize is it's been the best decision of my adult life to give up social media for a solid month because i feel like even when i do go back to social media I'm not going to be on it as much. I just don't see the value in it as much. And I've worked so hard on myself that these are habits that I've built over the last month and I'm not really going to let them go. Like, I mean, you know, if you have a habit of biting your nails, which I do, you know, it's hard to give it up. And I think when you build up good habits, it's also hard to give them up, which is a good thing because you don't want to give up your good habits. You want to get rid of your bad habits. So in summary, read more, meditate more, and quit social media for 31 days. I challenge you guys to do that. And if any of you guys do decide to do that, then tell me in the comments down below, you know, do it. Go for it, man. I highly encourage it. If you want to be more productive, if you want to have a more fulfilling life and a more, I guess, uh, productive day and a more fulfilling, I just atmosphere around you because I start to see things differently I'm more understanding I'm more patient I'm more calm um I'm just more motivated than ever to work and that's something I've never really felt before and I hope you guys can feel that fulfillment too so guys thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode as always I'm so grateful for each and every one of you as always guys if you'd like to sign up for Amazon Kindle subscription for a free trial make sure to go and check that out if you guys want to listen to the books I've talked about today on Audible which is an audiobook version run by Amazon, then you can also get a free trial for that. And if you guys are like, I just want to get the book, it's okay, guys, because I have the link for that in the description as well. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have an amazing day. I'm so grateful for every single one of you. And I'll see all you amazing people on the next podcast episode.